Hello and welcome to another thought of Casual Trekker. This is Scott. Today is going to be my thoughts of the new show Night Court, which is a sequel companionship show similar to what Quantum Leap, the new one, is to the 1989 to 1993 Quantum Leap. So this Night Court, it stars um, Melissa Roach, I think is what her name is. She was on Big Bang. She played. Um, she played the, she played the, the, uh, Wallowitz's, I think his name was, his girlfriend. In this one, she's playing Abby Stone, and she's playing the daughter of the late Harry Stone. And not only that, we have the original Dan Fielding, John Larroquette, reprising his role and coming back for the series. I was able to watch the first two, and before September, I watched that, I wanted to watch a couple episodes of the very first show and its episodes to kind of get a feel about how close or how off or what the or how what the scope was going to be. I wasn't sure how they were going to do it because I hadn't watched anything about the show. I didn't I didn't see any stills for it. I didn't see any videos on it. I didn't see anything. I came into it complete, completely blind. And I must say, I appreciate the fact that they recreated Night Court. Like, they didn't, it, like, literally, it, the opening is, like, the same, which I thought was great. Don't fix it, it ain't, ain't broken while you're watching it. It reminds you of, of, of the first one. And it's the same, but it's differently paced. It's quicker, I think. And then... We get to see his chambers, and we get to see, like, dang, this is like what I saw in the first episode. Now, the only question mark I have is how old is Abby Stone playing? Because in the show, she makes it out like she knew her father, and and he, he she wasn't a secret birth that her mother kept from him. And if she's playing her actual age, or even close to it, she would have been born... Somewhere in the epi the, the series of Night Course run, and it ran for quite a long time. Went to ninety two or ninety three. So I don't rem I didn't watch every single episode of Night Court. I could probably see like thirty all all together, maybe maybe forty. Some twice. Most of the ones was marked with a uh, with with a uh, with a uh, with a uh, uh, the girl last name Post. Mar Marcy Post. Those are the ones that I saw a lot of, and I don't remember a mention of a daughter. So I think, so I think that's there's going to have to be a little bit of a. My mom was away; she didn't know who the father was, and then kind of just kind of, they don't have to, but it would be nice to understand the differences between the two shows, and make it make sense to why Abby was never mentioned on the first one. It, it's similar to the Star Trek situation where Spock has all these relatives that aren't mentioned until they're important and then they become a thing but they weren't mentioned beforehand. It does take you out of it a little bit because of that. Because of how great Harry was and how perfect he was with trying to get into what made people and his daughter does the same thing, it's hard to go. He had a daughter, but he never once brought her up, and it wasn't a, a changing force in his life. 
So I'm going to put a pin in that and see how it goes because we've only had two episodes of this new of, of, of this new of this new night court. But so far, well, so far what I'm seeing, it's it's good. It's not bad compared to the first one. It's about similar in pace and tone. I mean, it literally feels like I'm watching Night Court. Like if I didn't know it was Night Court, they called it some, something else, and she was some other judge, and I was watching it, I'd be like, "Ain't that Night Court?" I mean, look, look at the sets look the same. The the, the room looks the same. Did they use the same set? So they did a really really good job on that aspect of it. Like I said, two episodes in. The first two with Dan Dan acting the way he was acting. Ah, that's the only thing in the sh in the first two episodes that I really wasn't a fan of because he spent three weeks waiting to serve someone. And he was working at some kind of barista type coffee stand thing inside somewhere. And he can't be a public service. He can't be a public a public defender. You do the same thing that the prosecuting defense is, except you do it in reverse order. So instead of trying to convict someone, you're trying to explain why they didn't do it using the same information that the prosecution is using. So that's the only thing that kind of bugged me just a little bit, because Dan should have been able to do that. But he didn't, but it was for dramatic effect and for comedic stuff, so it's fine. Um, next time I'm next time I'm probably gonna review Night Court is gonna be at the finale or if they have a mid season finale. So I can talk about more of what's going on in the show and how it relates to the first one. Because they name dropped Harry a lot. It reminded me a little bit of Independence Day Two, where they kept on talking about, about the war of nineteen ninety six. And in the two episodes we heard Harry's name more than we heard it in the show, in, in the first show, I think. It's not bad, by any, by any measure. It's, if anything, it's, it's an example of more of the same while not being too different. So like how when people say they want to make a show and they want to be different than the original, this is an example of that. Even Quantum Leap, the new one, is different than the original. And has 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 different aspects inside the production of the show. This one is pretty close to the same formula, which is fine. It's an example now where you can you can pro and contrast to different shows that come back and how they're executed. But on the on on the overall Night Court 2.0 is a good show, and I can't wait to see what else they I can't wait to see what else they do. That will conclude this podcast.